0: WildTalkRadio.com
1: Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse, and I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Raider-R Superstar. Hey, guys,
0: this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Brie. And this is Nikki, and we're the Ballot Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now, you are sick. And it is... Is awesome. Satisfaction is guaranteed.
1: It's time to experience the award-winning, the rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire! I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm gonna break you, bitch. You hear me? You can laugh, but you can't touch. <laughs> Ruthless aggression. With your host I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience
0: the magical art of puppetry. this oh. man!
1: What the game is playing! Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie Wowie!
0: Welcome to The Rack, right here on WildTalkRadio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out YouTube.com slash MBG1211, and if you're listening to us over on wildtalkradio.com, well, rockradioshow.com, or directly on Twitch. Thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you haven't have a prime gaming sub available, well, you can use it here for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen, and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way. Hang out and chat, follow the channel, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I am your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman Sir Rockin'.
1: Do-do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do. do do Tweet us at Wild Talk Radio at Rick Reader's show at Linz Warren. Come to wildtalkradio.com or micradio.com or twitch.tv live to interact with us this evening because we have things to get into including SummerSlam which should be fun and all the things related to Vincent Kennedy Kennedy McMahon. oh god oh, ooh.
0: Ooh, do too, do, oh man is that a story <mumbles> so we're gonna start with the lighter stuff and then we're just gonna talk about bits um because we're coming in to john cena's music and there's a reason we're coming in for john cena's music and that is that john cena is in Fortnite. And that's right you can buy your very own john cena skin in Fortnite. it has a it has obviously john with shirt and without sans nipples they took his nipples out i like that the fortnite universe just does not have them it's hilarious um he has a pickaxe which is a foam finger he has a back bling which is the wwe title belt with llama side plates and and the the just the coup de grace the piece of resistance is the emote which is the you can't see me with the trumpets and everything it's so good
1: but chat chat look at your screens look at your screens look at your screens Kitty, kitty, kitty. He's a cat. If you mess with him, you're gonna get scratched.
0: I mean, honestly, I can, I can see him doing that in real life. But yeah. <laughs> so, user creator code Linz M Ward or Rock and Sock in the Epic Games Store, the Fortnite item shop. Why?
1: Because we're hashtag Epic partners, bitches. Ding. Because John Cena get... is in Fortnite, bitches.
0: They have the WWE license. Undertaker win. Uh,
1: he's in Fall Guys. I have him in Fall Guys.
0: Undertaker and Fortnite win.
1: I has him in Fog Eyes. I um I kind of bought him in Fog Eyes this morning.
0: Rock bought Taker's Bean and he's been playing with Taker's Bean ever since.
1: I won with Taker's Bean.
0: Ooh, you crowned Taker's Bean.
1: I did. I bought Undertaker, I bought Asuka, I bought Xavier Woods, Um, 'cause cause Reasons did all the things. So that's in that's in Fog Eyes. Rocket League has cars for Cena and Roman. Um but <laughs> just watching him do the kitty kitty kitty. It's fun. Um, this will go up on on the the socials later with actual music too. Um, where were we? Oh yeah, so the, even the emo for Woods, they give Woods an emo in in Fall Guys. It's the Francesca New Day Rocks New Day Rock. Nice. But John Cena's in Fortnite, y'all. Fortnite, the ultimate battle royale experience.
0: This is a little crazy. Like, I'm sorry, but this is just a little nuts.
1: It is. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's fantastic. And it also means... all right, everyone get out your pens and papers. Okay? I'm going to tell you some things. Saturday is Fortnite with friends normally. That's not happening this week. It's not happening. Because it's SummerSlam. We're going to be live, me and Lindsay, following SummerSlam on Saturday night. That could be 11. That could be midnight. Who knows? So write that down.
0: Please let it be 11.
1: Rack, show, 11-ish, midnight-ish. Okay? No Fortnite rack. No CB radio. Have that written down? Cool. Better you be, get put take out a sticky note and, and write all this down. But because John Cena is in Fortnite, I am going to be streaming tomorrow night after Smackdown. Lindsay will probably be there at some point. Sober or not, she'll be there at some point. I will. <laughs> Brent will be there at some point. We're going to run it around as John Cena because John Cena is in the game and we're the wrestling people. We cannot not stream it. So we're gonna stream it tomorrow night, right after SmackDown. So when we we'll go live, we'll run around and do Cena memes 'cause do 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 Cena's in Fortnite. And then we'll talk about all the possible skins that could eventually come out of this this epic partnership with WWE and Epic Games. That is use creator code Rock and Soccer, Lindsay Morden, FortniteM Shap hashtag epic Partner.
0: Ding But that's not all.
1: But wait, there's more?
0: But wait, there's more. So, WWE announced this week that WrestleMania 40 will be in Philadelphia. Where? Philadelphia.
1: Wow.
0: Hopefully, we can convince our favorite producer to go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, it's going to be Raw, SmackDown, Hall of Fame. And WrestleMania on two nights, um, April 6th and 7th in whatever year it is. So, that.
0: so there you go. In other news, leading into Vince McMahon, um, Triple H, in addition to his um, other duties that he got announced for last week, has been officially named the EVP of Talent Relations. He is now the head of creative he replaces vince mcmahon and we're going to explain why as the head of creative um this got announced on monday morning this is post triple h being reinstated um as the well no as the evp of talent relations he was but reinstated just reinstated. On Friday. yeah this all happened on friday and then the head of creative got announced on monday um obviously everybody's very excited about this hunter has a very good reputation um he's He's already established that he wants to have an open door policy in terms of being in charge of talent relations, in terms of being in the head of creative. He's already sat down with the talent. He's already talked with the talent and he's created a much better atmosphere, apparently, backstage. So everybody's looking forward to good things to come as Hunter sort of settles in. I do want to say this um, because we'll talk a little bit about this in SummerSlam when we do it in the back half of the show and rock and the team said this on Sunday. Change is not going to happen overnight with Hunter or any of the changes that are coming are not going to happen overnight. We are going to see a very slow rollout of change over the next I would argue year where there will be immediate impacts to the company and they'll take care of those immediate impacts because there are the high level of just issues that have to be addressed right now and then they can slowly work their way down the list and then gradually um the people that are now in charge of the company can do what they want to do with the company but for right now they have to address the immediate stuff and take care of the immediate stuff so the change will be slow but it will happen we saw it on monday there were slight changes it wasn't a lot but they were there but very exciting
1: it's it's an interesting time in wwe it's exciting time in wwe
0: it's a weird time in wwe because on friday like we said at 4 p.m 405. 405. Where I was sitting here working, and all of a sudden, I see something come across my uh, social feeds that says, at 77 years young, I have decided to retire. And that came from one Vincent Kennedy McMahon. This is in response to the scandal that has surrounded him concerning... um. Multiple affairs, some of them coerced, supposedly some of them not, and multiple payout. And no, he didn't step down because of that. He stepped out down, supposedly, because of how the payouts were handled. Uh, It came out on Monday that Vince apparently owed WWE a nice tidy sum of about $14.5 million um, that he had not... Accounted for in the company's book from 2006 to 2000 or er, to I believe this year, and he is expected to pay that money back. He's also forfeited any invested stocks that he had.
1: Uh huh. Which was like he gave like it was 0.01 percent of stock.
0: Yeah, it was like nothing, but still, he he gave all that up. Um, which personally to me, and I I said this on Monday, but I'll say it again. This reminded me of like the 30s. When they were going after like Al Capone and they were going after all the gangsters in the 20s and the 30s, and they could never get them on things like murder, right? Like they could never f- get them on the big charges. So, what would they do? They would get them on like tax evasion yeah and that's how they would shut them down or like bootlegging they could never officially prove that they were bootleggers but you know tax evasion they could get them on tax evasion that's what this essentially is is huh. vince got caught on a technicality and he got caught by the sec he did not necessarily get caught by the company because basically what happened is um all this started to come out and the sec started to look at wwe's filings
1: because of all, all the all the things
0: Of all the multi-million dollar payments and they realize that they were not accounted for in WWE's books because every year for a publicly traded company, WWE has to hand over their books to the SEC and they have to look at it and they have to basically do a forensic account of it and be like, okay, yeah, this all looks good. You're you're doing business right. It's on the up and up. It's all legal. Here's your books back. Have a nice year. Mm -hmm. And they've been doing that. And the SEC's looked at it and they're like, yeah, no, looks good. Because it was never added. It was never put in. So WWE had to go back and audit their books and basically add all of the payouts into their books because they weren't there.
1: Yeah, they're going to refile claims from 2019 to now to address ash in the chat it wasn't to stick it to turner it was called the the stock market closed at four and they just put out the press release it had nothing to do with the, the 605 time slot
0: yeah it was more yeah it had everything to do with the the stock market um so that all that all happened which has led to where we are now what we know is that as of now nick Kahn and stephanie mcmahon are co-ceos of wwe Stephanie McMahon has assumed the, the chairship of the board of directors. I believe Nick Kahn will continue on as president. Uh... Or have they named a president yet?
1: uh keep talking I
0: don't believe they've named a president uh, like we told you before um on Friday Bruce Pritchard was named the interim head of creative with Triple H being named the EVP of talent relations and then as of Monday Hunter was named the head of creative which I think that means he's over Bruce um but I'm not 100% sure but it's a weird feeling because Vince McMahon is an institution in professional wrestling. He's been around ever since I've been watching and ever since a lot of us have been watching. It's a weird feeling to know he's gone.
1: All right. So Nick is, as listed on the website, Nick Khan is co-CEO of WWE a Publicly Traded WWE Global Media Company. He has joined the company in 2020 as the President and Chief Revenue Officer. So his title is co-CEO and he probably held those titles as well still. Mm-hmm. Stephanie is chairwoman and co-CEO. Hunter is Executive Vice President of Talent Relations, Frank A. Riddick III is Chief Financial Officer and Chief Administrative Officer, and Kevin Dunn is Executive Producer-in-Chief Global Television Distribution.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. We'll we'll see how long Kevin Dunn lasts.
1: You want to know how long Kevin Dunn may may or may not last? i say the end of the year. No. Steph has a picture. Nikon has a picture. Hunter has a picture. Frank A. Riddick has a picture. Kevin Dunn has a WWE logo. (laughs) That's not funny. It's it's very funny.
0: Uh, Kevin Dunn is kind of maybe on his way out because Kevin Dunn kind of maybe committed insider trading. Um,
1: eh, maybe, but he's also done because he is not on in favor with one Stephanie McMahon. So there's that, and he's the old regime. Hunter Triple H Paul Levesque, whatever you want to call him, is on his way into taking over the the company in his in terms of talent and creative and whatever. And Stephanie's going to put in her, they're going to put in their own people. They're going to want to, over time, gradually change the WWE product to what they, what they want their vision to be. You mentioned we saw a couple changes on, on Raw and we're going to slowly see them. It's going to take a while because, one, you can't just throw everything that you've been doing for 25 years out the window and be like, hey, we're starting anew. It doesn't work that way. Here's why. Paul Levesque, Triple H, is married to who? Stephanie McMahon. Whose father is? Vince McMahon. They're not going to slap Vince McMahon in the face by just ripping up his entire company in one day going, hey, what you just did for 40 years meant nothing. They're going to see out his vision, but change it to fit their vision.
0: They're going to take the company forward.
1: Yes. And we all knew this was going to be the plan. We all thought it would be in 15 years. (laughs) Oh, I didn't think it was going to be that long. it It was a joke, but you know what I mean. It was... It was going to be not like this. He was going to go out in a more honorable way.
0: Yeah, this was the uh probably the nicest way he could go out, which is to say that they basically allowed him to bow out gracefully.
1: As gracefully as you can in the public eye even though everyone knows what actually happened. Yeah. Actually, that's not true. Us wrestling fans, the, the the people who watch and pay attention on Twitter no. People around the world who just casually pay attention have no idea what happened. Like, them coming out on SmackDown and, you know, Steph saying Vince retired, it blew a lot of people out of, you know, blew everyone's mind. Because they're like, wait, what? Because they don't sit on Twitter. They don't follow the social media. There are people who are long, lifelong wrestling fans who now are buying the John Cena's get-in-Fortnite Battle Royale, the Ultimate Battle Royale experience, going... Wait, Vince McMahon's no longer with the company? Wait, what? Because they don't know. These are real stories, I'm telling you. They don't know because they don't follow the product. And some of them still believe, wait, it was like, is this is this a storyline? Vince Vince out, like, is this a real scandal or is this a storyline? It's real. Just to
0: put this in perspective too, for you, my dad watch, doesn't watch wrestling. He knows I like it, but he doesn't watch wrestling. He asked me about Vince McMahon getting getting uh,
1: retired. Because it was all he, over the news.
0: It was all over the news. That's that's kind of the impact this has had. But let's let's talk about this. Because I do want to bring this up. Okay. Everybody's entitled to their opinion on Vince. Yes. Do I think he was a wonderful person? Absolutely not. Do I think he did some horrible things? Absolutely yes. I don't, as a human being, I don't know him i will never know him but i'm never gonna call him a nice guy because he did some pretty dirty shit you know the the recent scandal is no is really no shock i think we all were kind of like expecting something like this to come out at some point about vince whether he was alive or not don't know but at some point the dirt was gonna hit the fan on him um but that being said i don't want to shit all over him and here's why tell me why because for all the bad that Vince has done, that's on him and he he'll he'll pay for that one way or another. I think he's kind of paying for it now. on my end, i have made the probably some of the best friends i will ever have in my life i have made some of the best memories i will ever have in my life in theory because of wwe because of vince mcmahon because of his contribution to pop culture some of the biggest stars that we have in movies right now are because of vince mcmahon he discovered the rock he made the rock we wouldn't have dwayne johnson without vince mcmahon
1: you mean the fortnite
0: guy the Fortnite guy. We wouldn't have John Cena without Vince McMahon.
1: Oh, another Fortnite guy.
0: We wouldn't have The Undertaker. We wouldn't have Stone Cold Steve Austin. We wouldn't have the Monday Night Wars. We wouldn't have The Undertaker. We wouldn't have all that we've had. We wouldn't have WrestleMania. And yes, before you sit here and tell me, well, there were the territories and there was WCW. No, 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 no. First of all, in WCW, the only reason WCW became a thing was because Ted Turner wanted to stick it to Vince McMahon. He saw money in wrestling and he put it out there based on what Vince did. Okay. That's, that's what WCW was wrestling, whether you like it or not, would not be where it is, would not be what it is. and would not be on the scale that it is without Vince's contribution. And I know some people view it as a good thing. And some people view it as a bad thing. It, from my perspective in 2022, I don't know. I don't know how wrestling would necessarily be, I guess, alive without it going global. I don't see how with TV becoming the way it is, with streaming services becoming the way they are, how you could get away with the territories, how you could get away with kayfabe, with Twitter and Facebook and everything like that, how you could essentially pull all that off. I think while the territories were wonderful and it was a great time in everybody's lives, I don't know if they would have necessarily survived because I think at some point they would have had to have merged. They would have had to come together to literally make it.
1: They would have done this, have done everything Vince Pickman did in, in, in a lesser scale, but on the same scale. I
0: mean, I can't deny what Vince has done. I can't, I don't want to sit here and like kick his kiss his ass but like you can't argue and say that like Vince didn't contribute really to to everything in terms of sports entertainment he created sports entertainment the category is there because of him WWE has invented multiple production values that people use every day like the in the NFL the overhead shot the zipline shot that was an XFL thing that came from Vince actually it came from the guy that invented it but Vince took credit And some of the other camera work that they use in the NFL, they took that from the XFL. Every wrestling company out there duplicates WWE in some way, shape, or form. I hate to tell you that, but it's true.
1: So, I know there are people who've gone on the internet and ranted and raved about Vince McMahon and all the horrible things he's done in his life. I want you all to look in the mirror, and I want you to go, what has Vince McMahon ever done wrong to me? And then once you answer that question as, he's done nothing wrong to you personally?
0: I mean, he never gave me money.
1: You need to calm down, pull back the tweets, and just think about what professional wrestling sports entertainment was in your life. And how you grew as a person because of it.
0: I mean, that's a good thing to take, but people are also allowed not to like him. They're also allowed to say whatever they want. Like I said, they can have the opinion that they they have. have
1: They can have their opinion. That's fine. But also pull it back and just realize what is going on in the situation. You don't have to you know, he you could call him a horrible human being all you want, but also recognize some of the good he did for you. Like, this show doesn't exist without Vince McMahon's creation of WWE. This network doesn't exist. My friendship with Lindsay does not exist because without professional wrestling and that's only continued because of Vince McMahon's creation. Like, I it just it's frustrating to see. I understand it understand the vitriol and everything but god sometimes just calm your tits
0: well i find it interesting that like some people didn't necessarily have a problem with vince until this whole scandal thing came up
1: yeah hold on and this is not directed at anyone in particular i it's all over my facebook and twitter it's not just directed at one person just making this very clear
0: Yeah, this is not a shot at anybody. This is just, it's just the difference of opinion, because when this got announced on Friday, you had two sides of the camp. You had people who were thankful to Vince, and then you had people who were basically blasting him and and going after him. And both are fair, right? Like I said, when we started this, Vince McMahon is at his core. I don't know who he is, but his actions tell us everything that we need to know, which is that He's done some bad shit in his life. He's a vicious individual in corporate. That story rings through multiple times, right? Like, we've heard it multiple times. Oh, he stabbed me in the back. Oh, he did this. Oh, he did that, right? So that speaks to the fact that maybe Vince in business is not a good person. I don't know him personally. But that doesn't mean that you can't sit here like Rock said and go, Okay, but where would I be without it? I don't know. I just... That's me. We're kind of rambling, so... That's... That's the Vince stuff. Whether you love him or hate him. An era in wrestling has closed it has he's been doing this for 50 years of his life Mm -hmm. and that's that's the largest statement i can make is that for the good for the bad the man gave everything he had to the industry he gave his life to the industry he dedicated it his passion to the industry and in my book, that deserves a thank you, because in my book, I feel like we should all be so lucky to find something that we are so passionate about, that we love so much, that we're willing to give our time and our lives to it in the way that Vince has done it. Taking all the bad out of it while acknowledging the bad, just looking at the achievement that has been made and the contribution that has been made is pretty epic. Yeah. And to me, that deserves at minimum a thank you. You don't have to you don't like I said, you don't have to kiss his ass. But to me, it deserves at least a thank you because we should all be lucky if we can find something like that. Because a lot of us just go through our lives and we just live our lives. We don't a lot of us don't get to experience starting a business and seeing it grow and see it become successful. A lot of people try and a lot of people fail. So maybe just perspective. Think about it i don't know but with that i say we take our first and only break of the evening and when we come back we're going to be talking tweet of the week and SummerSlam. so you don't want to miss it you're listening to the rack right here on wild talk radio and we will be right back
1: Are you following us on twitch.tv WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free.
0: What is the greatest of all time? Saturday nights. We decide from sports, video games movies and even the x-rays you help us decide what is the greatest of all time it is the great and great debate a part of your saturday night
1: event yeah, right. cd radio saturday night
0: midnight issue still on the Wild Talk Radio Network.
1: Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw post-show goes live. You
0: want to hear a story? to the hell yeah! Join Lindsay
1: and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked, what, what they didn't like, what? And what left them completely confused? What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights. What? 11 p.m. Eastern. What? Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line.
0: Go, stone, go Simpson. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Did you know you can use Creator Code Rock
1: and sock in the Fortnite item shop? That's R-O-C-K-N-S-O-C-K
0: in the Fortnite item shop. Hashtag ad, because we are a hashtag epic partner. superstar drew mcintyre
1: and you are listening to the rack radio show on wild talk radio We'll try because you apparently didn't unmute. Oh
0: my god, I forgot to <laughs> unmute. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome back I to the... I am ra- sorry. <laughs> hold
1: on, hold on. Welcome back to the Rock Live. right here on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Streaming live at twitch.tv slash WJLive wildtalkradio.com rockradioshow.com Chat, if you have that Amazon Prime link to your Twitch account, it's called Prime Gaming. Support the channel by clicking that purple rectangular button below the screen. Also, John Cena's in Fortnite. Use the code RocketSockerLinZMWare. Hashtag EpicPartners. Now, now, now you can talk
0: sorry i have to do it at least once right
1: i'm like i said it but then she typed something so maybe she missed it and then like she's still not talking so it's like no
0: no i heard it i just i forgot to unmute my bad (laughs) my bad anyway tweet of the week To be the kind of person
1: spending time on my space Until the spammers ended up taking over my place And I was so bitter Until I found Twitter Ooh, a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling 140 characters or less is what you're giving My addiction starts to climb I go to refresh my timeline Cause I won't stop tweeting no more no more It can wait I'm
0: sure more Sean Chiplock: California's been getting way more serious about water conservation than I realized. Feels like I can't drive anywhere nowadays without seeing at least a couple posters demanding we abolish ice. Mm. Puns. Someone on Facebook asked what they should name a horse with a parent named Red Wine. I said Cabernet. And I keep cracking up when I think about it. I am my target audience. Okay. Lessons from yesterday's sessions. Do not say the words Olive Garden at Simply Allegra, a.k.a. Allegra Clark. Even in jest, she will come for you. Chris Hackney, but when you're there, you're family. Allegra Clark, you're dead to me. Karina, but Allegra, the breadstick. Karina also followed this up with, Wait until she starts talking about Dante's Inferno with you. Do do bring that up and prepare for a ten-hour conversation. Allegra responds with "Brought up, or uh, writing madness brought up the video game adaptation tonight." There was yelling. She's so sassy. I love her. Anyway, that's all I have.
1: Courage, JD, broken Mason are on a beautiful date at a fancy restaurant. Mason decides he wants his first glass of wine. The rest is history. The following is a group DM or DM or whatever. Might be Twitter. that uh, text, whatever. Symphony. Guys, I need help. I'm going to get a glass of wine. Any recommendations? Never had any. Brooke. Uh, Haley, hey, this is my favorite. Courage, shady. Two buck chuck is a famous French wine. Lindsay, do you know what two buck chuck is? Yes, I do. Symphony. Bro, Jack. Brooke. Jack. Symphony. You're a fucking idiot. Brooke. Bro, fuck you. He just asked for that. Lamal. Courage. Symphony. I asked him. Brooke. Lamal. Courage. Laughing. Symphony. And he said it's a two dollar wine from Trader Joe's.
0: Nope, yep. and it's really good.
1: Brooke, I'm crying, and then there's a picture of her crying, laughing at uh, how. Yep, that. Ah, uh, someone named Laura goes. Even Austin Creed's skin can't help me win at the, this blasted game, and it's a picture of her losing in fog eyes. Austin Creed. I don't know. Looks like you got a crown to me. Shrugging emoji. Kenny Omega. Kind of like you. That person didn't earn it, which means which. It, it, didn't earn it, which explains the disappointment. Don't worry, friend. Once a Kenny Omega skin drops, you should have your moment in the sun. Damn, Caleb Braxton. So my personal trainer asked me what kind of squat I was going to do today. I said diddly. Caleb Braxton, what pronouns do chocolate prefer? Her slash she.
0: ching. That was yeah.
1: That she did a drum emoji after that too. And that is tweet of the week.
0: All right, so we are now going to talk about SummerSlam, which airs this Saturday. Rock and I will be live directly after the event to right, review it.
1: Write all that. Write all that down, chat. Remember from the beginning of the show. Write that down. We're live on Saturday. We're also doing a stream tomorrow after SmackDown. So write that all down. Write Where all down. I
0: may or may not be sober. She may not um, it, Just
1: write it all down. write it all down
0: so let's talk about summerslam it's i want to again preface this that i do not expect massive changes although interestingly riddle and rollins is now officially off the card they wrote riddle out leaving seth rollins without an opponent so he could get a match he may show up on the show i'm sure he will um there's speculation of who his opponent could be we don't know but um that's the first really big change from hunter that we've seen or creative could, wise
1: Or this may not be a hunter creative wise this may have been the plan all it along. it could have been because they're moving into clash of the clash at the castle supposedly that's the idea so i think that was all the plan from the beginning to move it to the to a different show um, just based on how they were planning things, I'm disappointed it's not happening on the show because it was actually the match I was looking forward to most on the show because it was a fresh new matchup. But that's okay, we have other matches to talk about. We do. So let's talk about them. Where do you want to start? Um,
0: let card see.
1: card is on page two.
0: Yeah, I know. I've got it. I'm reviewing the card. You know what? Let's get it out of the way and talk about it first. Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin.
1: this has been built well pat's owning this shit really good
0: pat mcafee is just the gift that keeps on giving i know everybody expects this to be a train wreck and i'm sure it will but it will be a train wreck in the most epic way possible yeah in the same way that the sea of austin stuff was in the same way that the adam cole stuff was because here's the thing pat can go corbin can carry it's two big guys going after it. I actually like that they involve the history between them—that they were like ex-roommates and they were on the colts together—and they have this long history to build this feud off of, which has been really good. Um, and Hor- Corbin's a fantastic heel. Yeah. So is McAfee, but Corbin—they both work exceptionally well together. I'm actually looking forward to this. It shouldn't be long. It should be relatively quick. Well, but this will be nothing if not entertaining.
1: It won't be relatively quick.
0: No, it's not going to be five seconds, but I don't, no. I expect it under 10 minutes.
1: I, I could, I could see it going 15. Here, here's why. Pat McAfee's a showman, so you're going to get some, a lot of showman antics.
0: Are you saying he's going to show
1: Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, <laughs> I expect, like, bell to bell might not be 15, but the whole shebang will be 15. Um, it's going to be good. It'll be entertaining. Corbin's really good at getting the heat, which will help McAfee play the, the comeback really well like you said they're they're gonna they're gonna work good match i'm looking forward to this one
0: like i said this will be entertaining yeah but who's winning i gotta say corbin gets the
1: win really
0: i like well i like pat right like i love pat and he did eat the loss at mania but he wrestles so infrequently that i feel like it's okay because i don't Cause here's the thing with this, okay? Here's the thing. I don't want this to continue past SummerSlam in terms of a wrestling. I don't want Pat to be wrestling every week on SmackDown. I just want them to be a one and done match, and then if they want to exchange verbal barbs after that, I'm okay with that. They can yell at each other all they want. Um, but I don't want this to be a weekly feud where Pat's wrestling and, and Corbin, and it just becomes a thing. Um, I feel like this is a special one time thing. I, and in terms of Corbin, he loses a lot. I know that. He, but he's the bad guy. He's supposed to lose at some point. I don't know. I just, what does it do? What does it do for Corbin to win? Let me ask that question.
1: I mean, you're the one who wants him to win. So what does it do for him? No, I meant. You mean McAfee? What does it do for McAfee? Yeah. You said for Corbin. I was like, wait.
0: No, I meant if. No, I mean.
1: What does it do for McAfee if if he wins? Yeah. Yeah, you said Corbin. That was the I was confused. I'm you. sorry. I'm sorry. Um. What does it do for McAfee? I don't know what it does for McAfee, but what I would like to see him do, I want to see Pat McAfee challenge for the WWE Universal Championship next year. That's what I want to see out of Pat McAfee. I, I, I don't know if beating Corbin will get him there, but I want to see him go up against Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania.
0: I think it's up to McAfee. He
1: just
0: <laughs> he just signed a new contract with WWE, so he's mm. but he's got his radio show... He's got other stuff. I don't think McAfee necessarily wants to do the full schedule.
1: No, but he'll do. He's going to do Manias and Summerslams and stuff in between if he wants to. But no, I really would like to see him like next year SummerSlam, headlining with McAfee, going against whoever the champion is. That would be entertaining stuff because that that would get buzzed.
0: Honestly, I'm surprised they didn't put him in Money in the Bank and they didn't have him win Money in the Bank. Like, I'm fine with Austin Theory before anybody gets on me about that. I'm fine about Austin Theory, but, like, you could have technically put McAfee in Money in the Bank and then he's just sitting at ringside with the briefcase. And Hunter's, or I'm sorry, Roman's got to walk out and look at McAfee every single time and that briefcase sitting there every single time.
1: Oh, it would be great. It would be great. Two ansel Mans. no McAfee's not going to transition to a full- time wrestler. He is a daily radio show that he focuses on he his, his money maker is his voice, not his ability in the ring. his ability in the ring is really good when it's a special attraction. He's not an every day, every week performer, as we've been saying, but as a special attraction, McAfee is really good because he puts in the time to get prepared for that one match if he had to do it every week I don't think he could do it. I don't think his body would hold up for him to do it. Mm-mm. But as a special attraction, it works. Like it has nothing to do with Hunter in charge. He signed the contract before Hunter was in charge. He's going to be around for a while, but he has the gift to gab and that's what he does. That's where he that's where he's making hundreds of millions of dollars in deals because he knows how to talk.
0: Yeah. I mean honestly, I think it is more for Corbin to win than McAfee. It gives Corbin a little boost especially since he he kind of sort of needs it coming out of the um Mad Cat Moss feud. Oh, and so-
1: I got I got something for it. This is where, because I actually I came up with an answer to your question, what it does for McAfee to win. I have an answer for what it would do if Corbin loses. Hmm. He can finally move away from Happy Corbin. He can take but what him. does he become? I don't know what he becomes, but it's been almost a year for Happy Corbin. It would be interesting to see if he can just go back to Baron Corbin.
0: But I don't think he can, because, like, unless Hunter can do something with it, which he could, but, like, the Happy Corbin stuff's been the most successful Corbin's been outside of when he was GM.
1: Yeah, I I get that, but, uh, again, this is, I'm just spitballing what it could lead to, that's all.
0: Oh, I know, I know, but it's, I think, I think if you're gonna move him away from Happy Corbin, you have to do it very gradually, you can't just do a hard left turn, so... I could see him moving away from it very slowly, but I'm going to give the win to Corbin. I I think he gets it, and they just move on.
1: I'm going with Maccarrie. Okay. Magic 8-Ball, does Happy Corbin win on Saturday? Yes, definitely. Uh, Wheel? Wrestler 2. Which is Who?
0: happy gorman by the way Crap, Ch- i'm screwed
1: <laughs> by the way Chet, you go to youtubecom radio show and we're going to have there's a bunch of simulations for all these matches that you're going to see on saturday at Summerslam up on our youtube channel right now there is about 6 of the 8 matches so far the other two will be up tomorrow so i th- think this one's up if not it'll be up to i think this was the last one up today so yeah Go check them out. YouTube.com slash Rock radio Show. All right. What's next?
0: Let's talk about the other uh entertainment, in quotations, contest. The, the, Logan Paul <laughs> versus The Miz. The
1: sports entertainment.
0: The sports entertainment. I know Logan Paul is not a lot of people's favorite person. I know he was signed purely because... He puts butts in seats. He puts eyeballs on the product, and he has a following. I know he was signed because he did very, very, very well at WrestleMania. And he's an opportunist, and he likes money. And he's also into crypto. Um, So he needs money. Anyway, well, actually, I think that's his brother. It's not him.
1: Yeah, I would think it's all him. Anyway, don't do crypto.
0: Don't do crypto. Don't, don't invest in crypto. It's a bad thing.
1: Don't buy NFTs. They're stupid.
0: So coming off the feud or I should say not even a few, but coming off of WrestleMania, The Miz teamed with Logan Paul, and then The Miz betrayed Logan Paul. Heading into SummerSlam, we're now getting the return of this match, or I should say the return of the feud between The Miz and Logan Paul. I love The Miz. I love to see the Miz get punched in the face. He's one of the characters I love to hate. I also love to see Logan Paul get punched in the (laughs) face because he's just obnoxious.
1: Logan Paul will need to eventually be a heel.
0: Yeah. And he has, it's like, and that's the thing about him. That's why they signed him. Because people will pay, at least for a little while, to watch him get punched in the face. And if he's obnoxious enough, he can make a thing out of that. The Miz has done it for years, even though he's a wonderful husband and father in real life. But
1: check out the back extra reviews. Miz and Miss is now available season finale. Double episode available now. Check it out.
0: Ding. Logan Paul is the new fresh thing. They don't have a reason to have him lose. The Miz is always the perfect foil for these types of matches. He's one of the safest workers they have. He can carry. He will bring Logan Paul through the match. Looking like a rock star. I'm going to say that Logan Paul picks up the win here against the Miz. But Maurice was fire on Monday.
1: Especially with the balls.
0: Especially with the balls. Um, By the way, can we retire the balls thing after this, please? Thank you.
1: (laughs) I'm going with Logan Paul as well. It makes the most sense. Miz does not need the win. Logan Paul for whatever he's going to be, a healer face, whatever it is going to be. He's going to be around a while. He's not going to be around every week, but for the big shows they need him for, he'll be on the, um He's going to be a character on television, and that's fine. So him winning here will, you know, eventually set him up for a title match. Can't wait for all the for the, the entertainers to get the title matches, because that would drive the internet crazy. And you know what I like the most? Driving the internet crazy. Mm, chaos, I mean, it's fun. Chaos. I imagine a gay ball doesn't miss win. It is decidedly so that the Miz will win on Saturday. How about the wheel? Wrestler won. That's Logan Ball.
0: Ding! Up next, we have, in a no-DQ contest, the Mysterios taking on Judgment Day. I'm just going to call it like it is. I think Edge comes back and screws Judgment Day and the Mysterios win.
1: <laughs> um, maybe. It's a good possibility. So, go ahead. There will be shenanigans. Yeah. I'm going to play out that scenario really quick, right? Mm -hmm. Edge is going to come back And he's going to seek revenge on Judgment Day Who are the members of Judgment Day?
0: Finn Balor, Rhea Ripley, and Damien Priest Uh,
1: That's three people Edge would be only one There's a way to even that out a little bit He needs a partner, but who should the partner be? Any ideas?
0: Well, I mean, it's not Christian
1: Not going to be Christian He's going through the... Um, apparently No, no, no But you mentioned It's Finn, Damien, and Rhea Ripley Mm -hmm. What if Edge doesn't come alone? What if Edge brings his wife back with him? Uh, And we get a Rhea Ripley-Beth Phoenix showdown at some point. I mean, I would want to see that match.
0: I would want to see that match. I just, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I would want to see it with the correct build, and this could be a good way to start it. Yeah. But I just don't, I don't know. Because I feel like if Edge needs backup against Judgment Day, technically you have, you have the backup in the Mysterios.
1: Oh, yeah. But someone has to counter out Rhea.
0: I mean, Dominic could.
1: Mysterious daughter could. Mister, there's the better answer. <laughs> the daughter could. Yeah, yeah. Not, 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 not Dominic. Um.
0: I mean, you could let Dominic and Rhea fight. You could do some intergender stuff there. She could take him.
1: You could, but I'm just throwing it out there that it could be a possibility. That's all. It could um, be
0: a possibility, and I would like to see it one on one, where it's not. Because here's the thing with Beth and Rhea. I don't want. If Beth's going to come back and wrestle, I don't want it to be Beth Phoenix, wife of Edge. I want it to be Beth Phoenix. I want her to come back on her own and stand on her own because she's perfectly capable of doing it. I don't want it every time to be, well, Edge needs backup, so let's get Beth. No, if Beth wants to show up and whoop some ass, I say let's have Beth show up and whoop some ass on her own. Basically, Rhea's picking on everybody Nobody can stand up to her. Nobody's willing to stand up to her. So Beth's like, let's go. Let me take you to task. Yeah. Like, that's what I would want for that match. I wouldn't, I don't want Beth to come back and be Edge's backup. Like, it was cool when it was the Miz and Maurice, right? Because it made sense. Because Mrs. Maurice and Maurice is there is sort of Mrs. Foil. She's there backing him up. She's she's kind of I don't want to call her the sidekick because she's not the sidekick. But she wasn't there to wrestle a one on one match. She was there to do a tag team match. Holla holla. Holla holla. So that allowed Beth to come back and you could do a couples match between the four and. Beth and Maurice did their thing and then Edge and Miz did their thing. And then you had Maurice hit the, um, Hurricane Rana in that outfit, which was very impressive. And there you go. I just, that's kind of where I'm at with it though, with her is it's like, if she's going to come back and do it again, cause I just felt like when she came back at Rumble that it was like one more time, because I want to work with my husband, cause I want my kids to see this, I'm going to do the thing and then I'm out. Although it's never say never with WWE. It's that I felt like that was a one and done of her working with Edge because I don't think she wants to do it too often. And I don't think he wants it
1: to be too often. No, but you never know.
0: You never know. But that's how I feel on it. I mean, the other scenario is, is that Don t- or I should say Dom turns on Ray.
1: Which is publicly stated he will not.
0: Well, we know how that goes. Um, Oh, I know. I know. That's the other side of this, is that Judgment Day, or Judgment Day takes Dom after the match, and they try to induct him. Like, I'm actually curious about what they're going to do with Judgment Day now, because it started out with Edge, and it started out this creation, and then the powers that be decided, hey, let's make it supernatural. And Edge was like, hey, let's not. And they said, well, F you. And they took Edge out of the group. That's the story we've been given. I don't know how much of this is true, but that's the story that we've been given. Now the powers that be that made that decision are gone. And Edge is making his return. Supposedly, at some point. As what, we don't know. But it's very Whitey-esque promo.
1: He's probably, he's probably headed back to being a rated R. superstar. star.
0: Or he could do more like the like, an, like, pardon the pun, an edgier... Like, still kind of doing the darkness thing, but just a little bit less. I don't know. Like, less ministry edge and more just... I don't know. What was, like, I guess the, the thing that Taker did in between the ministry and the American badass, where he was kind of, like, transitioning, where he was, like, he still had the beer, but he was walking around in, like, the biker gear? I mean...
1: That really wasn't much of a time. He was really walking around the Ministry, gear because he couldn't do anything, so he just stood there a while, and the big should do all his work.
0: Well, I mean, when you when you pull your groin, that's that's what happens. I mean,
1: that, that's it was a nonchalant. I, I can't be fuck g- gimmick.
0: <laughs> it's like I just want to go home and rest, and I can't. They won't let me. So here I am.
1: Here we are. Um,
0: but that's that's just kind of how I feel about it. So I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm going to say Dominic and Ray pick up the win.
1: I'm going to go to Judgment Day.
0: Okay, why?
1: I don't know. I feel like you got to keep them strong. I know the, the, you can have Edge return and do the interference and whatever. I think Judgment Day needs to, and it's no DQ by the way, I think, which also would play in the mysterious winning, but I don't know. I just feel like if we're gonna, we gotta build something here with like teams and stuff. I think continuing to build because I think we'll get to it in a minute. The profits, Usos. I think we're going faces soon. You need a heel team to to challenge. I would sort of build up a heel team like you know Judgment Day to be that next challenge at some point. Um, that's why I want to keep them strong. If wins and losses, you know, don't really matter. But I want them to matter. I want Judgment Day to win because they haven't been really losing. So I want to keep them strong. That's that's why I'm going with them. <laughs> Uh, Magic April. Mysterios win on Saturday. It is the Siley So Wheel. Wrestler won. Which is who?
0: That is the Mysterios.
1: Usos betray Roman? No. Mm-mm. No. God, no. Alright, what's next?
0: Well, since we're talking about it, let's talk about it. The tag team championships are on the line with the, Rus- with the Usos taking on the Street Profits. And wouldn't you know it... We have a special guest referee, y'all, because we're in Nash, Vegas, and synonymous with Nash Vegas is one Jeff Jarrett.
1: So, for those who don't know, that's J-E-double-F, J-A-double-R-E-double-T, Jeff Jarrett, the world's greatest singer, the world's greatest wrestler, and the world's greatest entertainer, the chosen one, Jeff Jarrett. Um, flat out, I think it's time to put the belts on the profits
0: you know what but we say this every paper i know
1: i know i know i know but it's time to put the belts on the profits i just i think it's time two can we get one belt
0: (laughs) i think they might debut it sunday i they've been dealing with other shit so i know they have kind of been on the low priority list
1: i know they have tag belts they've had them for a while a long while Let's get them out. Red and blue dimes are where are, are we, we need to get rid of the dimes and the pennies. We we need we need one belt. Because <laughs> running around with four belts as a tag team, it's a little much. I get it, It's a good visual. Great. But if we're going to call them the Unified Tag Team Champions, give them one belt. I don't care they're, what color.
0: They're, they're not ready to commit. Ooh, make them purple.
1: Lindsay, what happened to the last purple belt?
0: We don't talk about that. But you can make it purple. It's combined.
1: Purple? Um, no. Uh, anyway, I just think it's time to put the belts on the on the, the profits. Because one, it'll shut down these rumors that they're splitting up. Two, it's Nashville. You need a big win. Like, it'd be a cool way to open the show. You put these guys out there and you just let them tear the house down. Because they tore it down back in Money in the Bank. They're going to tear it down here. You're going to have Jeff Jarrett being the guy calling right down the middle. Gives the excuse for the users to lose because Jeff Jarrett screwed them, yada yada yada, or they think they they did. They can do an angle on Jarrett so, to set up his, you can to set up his big run in with Ric Flair the next night for Ric Flair's last ever match. No, don't don't ever promote it on there. Um, but I just I I feel it's time. Like there's other times we say yeah they could lose. This time I really feel it. I feel it's time. Feel it deep down in my soul. It's time. What about you?
0: I don't know, I just don't I don't know that's how I feel about it, because I'm with you, one hundred percent. I agree that it is time it is past time for the Usos to lose the titles. They need to do it if nothing else than to inject something into the division because they've beaten everybody twice over. There's nothing left for them to do, and just for just for interest. Just for to make somebody sit up and take notice, you have the Prophets beat the Usos. Because the Prophets are certainly capable of doing that. They're beyond capable of doing that. However, I just can't do it. I want to pick the Street Prophets. But every single damn pay-per-view that there's a tag match for the last however many hundred days.
1: Premium live event.
0: Whatever that we have predicted, we all we've been saying at least for the last six, it feels like, oh, it's time, it's time, it's time, and they never do it. It's like Shayna Baszler all over again, but where it, they waited too long with Shayna.
1: But this time, I believe it.
0: It's believable, but I just I can't. God, I just can't do it because I know better by this point. But at the same time, the no better's gone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he's not there anymore.
0: Okay, so here, here's the other side of picking, picking this pay-per-view, is that there is the standard quo that has been in place for all the time that we have watched wrestling that is now gone. The question, I think, in everybody's mind is, how, you know, how much of the original plan they're going to stick to and how much of the original plan are they going to change? Because this is the last pay-per-view that will be under Vince McMahon's pre-retirement direction. After this show, it is officially Hunter's product and he can do whatever the hell he wants. The, so only, because... the
1: only thing that Hunter has to go forward with was the next main event at Clash at the Castle. Because yeah. Because that was planned out and then there's a match tomorrow on SmackDown. Beyond that, everything else is fair game.
0: Yeah, so that's what makes this a little difficult because it's... <laughs> you know that's there and you know that Hunter could walk in and be like, okay This is what we're going to do. Let's shake some things up. But he could also be like, all right, let's stick to the plan that we have, and then we'll shake things up after we get past this.
1: Oh, God. But you know, you want to pick them. so I want to pick
0: them because I love them. And they deserve titles. They're so talented. I don't want to see the Street Profits break up, even though Montez Ford is ungodly talented and he is going to be a huge star in the industry. And I hate saying this because it's mean, but Angela Dawkins, if they split him for Montez Ford, that's going to be it. That's a All rap. due respect, <laughs> all love in the world.
1: That's a wrap, Chief.
0: He, and we know this simply because he could never find his footing as a singles guy in NXT. Now, granted, he's older, he's wiser, he's learned a lot of things it, that could be changed, but they could never find anything for him in NXT until they put him with Montez Ford. Like, he'll even admit in interviews that Montez Ford was like a do-or-die kind of thing for him. That if he could not make it work, or they could not make it work, he was done. Because they literally tried everything else, and it didn't go. And so, that's why I kind of worry about Angelo Dawkins here, is because if they split him from Montez Ford, they'll do a few between him and Montez Ford, and then that'll be it. And Dawkins might get over, he might not. Now, with Hunter Booking, that could be a little different. But I think there's a lot of fear really amongst everybody in terms of what's going to happen to him if they split the profits because of the regime change. I have to hope that they are not going to split the street profits just yet or if they do split them that it's a more amicable split like basically Montez is like hey I'm going to go do my thing kind of like what they do with the new day where the new day can go off and be single stars. But they can also come together when they need to. You kind of do the same thing with Montez and Angelo. And you have them sort of split amicably as singles talents together. That's what I would like to see. Instead of somebody turning on the other, someone else, and then somebody getting buried. Actually, buried's the wrong word. Somebody just getting left behind. God, fuck. I'm going to hate myself for this, but okay, fine. I will pick the Street Profits.
1: No, no, you can pick the Usos. You want the Usos. That's clearly who you want it.
0: No, I want... The street profits to win, but it's it's just the regime change is screwing with me. I'll pick the street profits. I'm
1: going street profits, eight ball, usos. Just concentrate and ask again. So we'll do that in a second. Wheel wrestler two. That would be the challengers.
0: Yes, that would be the challengers.
1: Eight ball, usos. All signs point to yes. Uh, I um, I
0: just want to stipulate this that if the the usos win, I'm gonna yell at you.
1: Well, to answer the question. Biggie is doing better. Um, he does not need surgery, but the bone is not healing uh, as quick as they would want. But his checkups have been going all right. There's a, he's got to do a six-month checkup soon, and then they'll check again after a year. And then they'll make a determination whether he's able to physically do whatever he can do in the ring again. But as far as a normal human being, he's doing perfectly well and can live a normal, healthy life with no issue. I think that answers it correctly? Yes. Okay what's next
0: all right up next we have the u.s championship austin theory taking on bob lashley lashley
1: lashley <laughs> i got nothing lashley. there's
0: no there's no reason to put the u.s title on theory he lost it at the last show he's got the money in the bank roman is wrestling on this show they could give theory a big night so you you kind of repeat what you did last time at Money in the Bank where Lashley beats Austin Theory, but then Austin Theory gets the cash in. You could do it again here.
1: So Lashley. Lashley. Paul Lashley. You may rely on it. Wheel. Wrestler one. That's Lashley. <laughs> I wanna give I'm gonna give Theory all the all the chances in the world to do something. This he's not winning the US title. That's all. All right. What's next?
0: Up next, let's talk about the SmackDown Women's Championship, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. We're going to talk about Money in the Bank cash-ins. So, Liv beat Ronda for the title at Money in the Bank after cashing in her briefcase that she won to become the SmackDown Women's Champion. Yes. This is your return match. Yes. I don't know how to feel about this.
1: I like the promo on SmackDown where Liv and Ronda went face to face backstage and had a bat. Liv basically said, "I don't fear you, Ronda, and I'm going to beat you and keep my title." She's not scared. She's not backing down from the mystique that is Ronda Rousey. I like this. I think this is good. Liv Morgan should keep the belt. <sighs> oh, I just saw a thing on Twitter. Okay, that's hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. no, the headline was. NBA star Dwight Howard takes place. It, it takes part in WWE tryouts. Um, you do you. Um, but yeah, I think this is a this is an interesting opportunity for both women. Since Ronda's come back, she's been in the ring with more steady veteran hands for the most part. She had a good match with Raquel on SmackDown a few couple months ago, but beyond that, she's been in the ring with Charlotte and 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 the like and and Natty. So she's had people like, able to guide her. We saw WrestleMania. She kind of lost her way a little bit because they were trying to do a lot. Liv is, in a, is getting a chance to be the champion, and she probably has to be the one who leads the match. So it will be an interesting way to see how they've both grown as performers and if they can mesh well together. Because this will be the first time we, we will see them in, interact with each other other than the couple moves they did back at Money in the Bank for the cash-in. I'm curious to see the reaction both women get. I'm hoping Liv gets a really good positive reaction from the crowd and they don't do what they did to Nikki Ash and kind of crap all over it. I hope people get behind Liv and Liv has a really good fan base So, I'm... and she's been selling merch and all that stuff. Curious to see what type of reception Ronda gets in Nashville. I want to see Ronda lean more heelish in this one. I want to see her with a little bit of the UFC edge that we haven't seen in a while from her. Because she's better when she has an edge to her. Mm-hmm. Like not shitting on the fans and that type of edge, but like in terms of in ring and as a character, like okay, you want to fight? Let's go. Let's be the tough bitch act. Like let's go. Let's have a fight. I want to see more toughness out of Rhonda and like that type of edge. I want to see Liv keep the belt. I really do. And with Hunter in charge, I think there's more of a chance that Liv keeps it.
0: There's really no reason to put it back on Rhonda. That's the thing. I mean, there's a million.
1: There's a million one. 'Cause she's the bigger star, but yeah, anyway.
0: Let me finish. Continue. There's no reason to put the title back on Rhonda. You have an opportunity with Liv. Uh-huh. The reception for her has been positive. The fans are behind her. As you said, she's selling merch. What the women's division needs is a new star. It needs someone to begin to sort of fill some of the voids that have been left. Especially <laughs> on the SmackDown side. <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah,
0: you have an opportunity here to make live and they've had them before and she had them with Becky and it worked to an extent it helped to rise her star up it helped to build her but ultimately they did not pull the trigger with Becky, they cooled her off, they brought her back, they put her money in the bank she won she challenged ronda for the title she won there to a massive ovation and now she's a smackdown women's champion and she's doing all the things i said before for Liv morgan to beat someone like ronda rousey for all her mystique clean would be game-changing it would do more for her than anything else they've done this year because as you say ronda is the bigger star ronda has the mystique Rhonda has the UFC edge. She has all these things that go with her. She is viewed as a badass. She's viewed as unbeatable. And Liv is a tough one. She's a persistent one. But I don't think she's quite viewed as badass. I don't think she's quite viewed on the same level as Rhonda. And I'm I say this and I do not mean this as an insult, but compared to Rhonda, Liv is kind of a little piece of fluff.
1: She's the underdog with a lot of heart.
0: She's the underdog with a lot of heart. That's a nicer way to say that. <laughs> But no, I know everything. I get it. Like even going back to the um when she was in the group with Ruby and Riot, Riot Squad, Riot Squad, thank you. She was like. She was basically, like, running around as Ruby's little pet girl. That was kind of the gimmick she was playing. So, you you have that moving forward to where she is now. Yep. And she's gotten more aggressive and she's gotten more persistent. She's become more of an underdog. We've seen the development in the character. It would do epic level things for her if she beats Rhonda clean. I don't know if she's going to beat Rhonda clean because... Somebody may be on her way back. And we'll see if she plays a factor because I'm sure she'll be in Nashville. Because uh, her father and her (laughs) husband are doing things that weekend. Yeah, she's
1: going to be at that event too. Not on camera, but she's going to be there.
0: Yeah. So, by the way, Charlotte, thank you for stopping your father from going off the top rope on the outside. We all respect you for that.
1: Okay. She stopped him... So make sure that actually doesn't happen she tried she she's given it the college try and she's he's agreed not to we'll see if he breaks his word
0: we uh, i still respect her for trying because god damn it somebody had to um but yeah i i say keep it on live there's no reason to, like i said there's no reason to, for her to lose it because if she loses it and gives it right back to Rhonda, then what was the point of her winning it in the first place it's it feels like at that point a waste Like, everything you did at Money in the Bank was a waste. And I don't know how you recover her from that point. Let her beat Rhonda. Let her keep it.
1: And there are two ways you can do it. You can have it be done clean or by interference.
0: I'd rather it be clean. But you could take it to a third at Clash of the Castle if you had to with interference.
1: Or you can set up Rhonda's next challenger if you want to bring someone back to fight her. And position her, you know, as a heel, Continuing that heel character that she had before she left and kind of get rid of the baby face pop that she'll probably get on her return is Bailey. Yeah. Or you can use Bailey as Liv's next challenger as well.
0: We haven't seen Bailey in a while.
1: Bailey is cleared. She's getting, she's been at the PC. She's working on it and she will in fact be in Nashville on Saturday. So there's that. I'm going live. I'm going live. 8-Ball, what do you got in your magic? Should I ask the question? Didn't ask the question getting late getting tired um Paul, does bailey <laughs> does live morgan retain on saturday it is certain. live morgan retains on saturday wheel wrestler one that would be live
0: all right All right. Next. up next we have let's talk about the other women's t- match bianca belair taking on becky lynch for the raw women's championship this is a return from Several matches from them, always good, but mainly from WrestleMania where Bianca took Becky's title. We're now seeing a year later at SummerSlam where Becky took Bianca's title, and then now Becky is trying to get her title back in a change of roles. Unhinged Becky is my my favorite Becky so far. The fashion's a little weird, but she's owning it.
1: I like where the character is headed. I think it needs to continue being unhinged because it works better unhinged. Okay. So a year ago, just about 11 months ago, people decided to cancel their WWE Network subscriptions because Bianca Belair lost the championship. Boy, she's had the belt again for six months heading into SummerSlam. Will more people cancel? (laughs) No, they won't. Peacock would hopefully, like, hey, can we all just buy some more subscriptions? Because I know we're, we're, we're not gaining any, but we're not losing any. Can we gain some, please? It'll help our stock. Anyway, um... Tangent for no reason other than Bianca should beat Becky Lynch here.
0: Yeah, there's no reason to take the title off Bianca. She should retain. I love Becky, but there's there's no point in putting it back on her.
1: There is no point right now. Should Bianca hold him much longer past this point? I don't know. I I say she needs to drop this belt in the next three months. To whoever the next challenger is. And again, that could be a Bailey or a Rhea Ripley. Somebody. I think the belt the belt flipping a little bit. Bit will help create a create some change in the division after reestablishing Bianca as the champion, as a leader of the division. She earned her way back in WrestleMania and told that story. She's held the belt and she's gone from there. Her losing the belt in the next few months will not be a big deal because she's been a two-time women's champion and she can win it back. And flip-flopping the belt will keep television fresh. And keep different champions and challengers fighting each other so every month it's not the same match. That's a good thing. So I'm going That's Bianca. That's a great thing. Smiles. Um, I'm going Bianca.
0: I'm going Bianca. I don't see a reason, any reason at all, to take it off of her.
1: Magic 8-Ball does Becky Lynch win the belt on Saturday. Better not tell spin the wheel and then we'll go back to the 8-Ball wrestler two that would be becky magic eight both as becky lynch win the bell on Saturday? outlook good
0: all right and i think last but certainly not least in our preview in a last man standing match for the undisputed wwe universal championship with a money in the bank in play ladies and gentlemen we have roman reigns versus brock lesnar as we mentioned seth rollins does not have a match Seth Rollins, well, as epic as it would be, should not be in this match.
1: Whoever suggested that, no.
0: Leave him out of this. Find him somebody else to wrestle.
1: Because this is the last time. This is it. I'm not going back to this. It's done.
0: This is tricky.
1: It is, but it's not.
0: It is, but it's not. It's more, does Roman walk out as champion? Because, well, Seth may not be in the match he Could interfere in the match. Like, is Seth screwing with Roman to get the title, or is Seth screwing with Roman because Seth can screw with Roman? Um, because we all know he lives rent free and Roman reigns his head. Well, card subject to change. The man's like, here's the thing it's right now, it's penciled as Reigns versus McIntyre, and Clash of the Castle, but you could easily have it be, um,
1: Brock versus Drew at the castle, doesn't matter. Yeah. Or, or Therian. Ca- no, you can't. No. Um, well, be... if
0: you do Theory versus McIntyre, then there's a really good chance Drew would win. Um, and he would win the title in the UK, which would be pretty fucking sweet.
1: Which I, okay. So long-term booking, I think Drew McIntyre should beat Roman Reigns at Clash of the Castle to then be cashed in on by Austin Theory. <laughs> and Austin Theory leaves, the leaves London or wherever they're at for at Clash of the Castle as champion. Cause that, that's heat. Um. <laughs> That's some good shit, pal. No, um, honestly, I would want Brock to win, but Brock's not winning. He's here to finish this chapter and go from there. I think Roman wins. LOL. Roman wins. I don't think there's a cash in. I think whatever they did on Monday was to kind of put it out there. It's not happening because there's going to be too many factors involved. The last man standing. There's going to be a lot of shenanigans. Will we get a tease? Yeah, but I don't think it actually. The bell. I don't think the bell actually rings for it. I think Roman Reigns will. Somehow beat Brock Lesnar And keep him down for a ten. 10 Here's the issue with it I don't know what type of bump Brock's gonna Take I don't know what bump He'll be willing to take to be Put out for 10 because if Roman just wins with a spear Like, a, like three spears I don't Know if that's I don't know if that's believable because Brock's Gotten up from that before I'm kind of Curious to see what kind of bump it takes To keep him down or how many people it takes to keep him down.
0: Yeah, like, that's the thing I'm more curious about is... Because you know the Usos are going to get involved. You know... um Theory. Theory will get involved. That's why I threw Seth out there. Because it's like, Seth could get involved and he could screw with Brock, he could screw with Roman like here's the thing, Seth could cost Brock to get Roman, right? That could happen. Theory could cost Brock to get Roman.
1: Think theory's more likely.
0: I just I think Roman walks out as champion, I think he's going to win. But yeah, I'm very curious. This this should be brutal. This should be absolutely brutal, but it all depends on what kind of Brock Lesnar we get when he shows up to, on a Saturday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we get I I don't think we get a successful cash in or a cash in at all. Um, yeah, I'm going Roman range win. I think, I think the moment, <sighs> I kind of, I, my heart of hearts, I want Brock to end, end it and just, so it's done. So like Roman's reign is done. But at the same point, I know it's not. And I even know Drew's not, Drew beating Roman, Drew beating Roman's not the right move either. I know that's not the right move because it just, Drew's so cold right now. Um, Although we love Drew. Yeah, Drew's great. I just the, the the way the thing with Shame is just it's really cold. It's just I I i am anyway, that's a different tangent for a different day. Roman retains. I that that's that's my pick. Roman retains.
0: Again, it's with the new creative with the new creative team, it's going to be something where I have a funny feeling that they're going, like, I feel like Roman is losing the titles before the end of this year, but I don't know if that's necessarily true. Like, I feel like they were waiting for Dwayne, but I don't know if they have Dwayne. And that this, at some point, the titles have to move. And because Roman's at 700 days, he's approaching almost two years as champion. Two years. Like,
1: good lord. It's over two years. Almost, Almost.
0: 730 days would be two years.
1: Alright, so it's seven hundred on Saturday. On Sunday.
0: So he has another month. So next month he will have been officially champion for two years.
1: By the time he gets to Clash
0: If he has a title.
1: If he has the title, it would be two years. Long time.
0: It's a very long reign. Um part of it was out of necessity. And
1: part now, of it part of it helped the character. It helped it legitimately legitimized the character
0: yeah he is your top guy he is your your main event your special attraction he is all the things and i know i know they they wanted it to be cody like this was supposed to be the summer of cody and unfortunately cody got hurt and it's unsure when he'll be back i don't think you can hold that long for cody i mean sadly you can you can
1: with with how limited roman's working you sadly can
0: I don't know, though. I mean, I just... It will be... Whoever beats Roman for the titles, it will be a major achievement. It will be a game-changing moment. Please don't give it to Brock Lesnar. And I mean this in the nicest way possible. He doesn't need it.
1: A couple years ago, yeah, I could... I can make the case for it. No, he doesn't.
0: Yeah, it's like he's Brock Lesnar. He's won all the titles. He has all the accolades. He owns the Undertaker streak. He he's done all the things. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He doesn't need to beat Roman Reigns and break his two year championship streak. It should go to someone like an Austin Theory or even a Cody Rhodes. Someone they are looking to make. Someone that they want to be the next top star in that company. That's who needs to break Roman's reign. That's, that's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it really, really is. It's that simple because it's, like I keep saying, it's not going to be the person that beats Roman down. It's going to be the person that outsmarts Roman, that outsmarts Haman, that figures out a way to get around him.
1: Roman's always pandered to the crowd. Just, this was a heel he was making fun of. He's also made fun of babe faces so
0: Roman just kind of goes out there and does whatever he wants.
1: Yeah. All right, let's put it officially on the boards. Roman. Roman. 8 ball. Roman? Yes. Wheel? I was going to say Wrestler 3. Wrestler 1. Oh. Roman.
0: All right, so I think that does it for us. What do you think?
1: It does. All right, program reminder. Rack will be live following SummerSlam to review it all tomorrow night, round 10-ish I'm going to go live with Bran and eventually Lindsay to play Fortnite, because there's no Fortnite with friends on Saturday, because John Cena is in Fortnite Battle Royale, the ultimate battle royale experience, he's great at rock and soccer, and then we're in the Fortnite Dime Shop in case you don't believe me that John Cena's in Fortnite we, we just go to this and we're just going show you there's John Cena He's in a Fortnite Battle Royale, the ultimate Battle Royale experience.
0: Doesn't he look great?
1: He's a kitty, kitty, kitty. He's a cat. Anyway. So, no program writer, CBR not happening this week. Sunday, though, it's WTR Sunday Night, Russell Talk Radio. They're going to review money. Uh, review SummerSlam at 10 p.m. Eastern. Monday nights a Rock post-show at 11 p.m. Eastern. Check out the Rock Catcher Reviews, Ms. and Mrs., Season finale available now. It's a double episode. Episode nine and ten review available now. To catch them all at wreckradioshow dot We'll be back next Thursday night, ten p m. Eastern. We'll figure it out what we do next week. We'll we, we'll get something together. It's Rack radio show on all social media platforms or wherever you get your podcast Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher. Just search wreck radio show. If you have an it, Amazon Prime, link to your Twitch account called Prime Gaming, which I by clicking that purple rectangular button below the screen. I wasn't done yet. I was just taking a breath.
0: You don't get to breathe
1: during this. I know, but my nose is stuffy, so I was taking a breath. You can also use to go rock and suck with Linz and Ward in the Fortnite item shop. Why?
0: Because we are hashtag epic partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Linz L-A-N-S-W-R-D. You can check out my chan- Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash lensward, where we stream Genshin Impact and Fortnite on occasion, although I've been streaming Fortnite later. We are doing the DLuk event in Genshin, so tune in on Saturday for that. Also check out my YouTube, LinsWard.rackcreatorshow.com or just look for LinsWord on the YouTubes. I've been updating it! Everybody, it's been it's being updated. It's not up to date, but there's new stuff there, so go check it out. Um, and don't forget to check out our very fun sponsor, mbgfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211. So, for Rock, I'm Lindsay Ward. You've been listening to Rock right here on WallTalkRadio.com, and we will see you next week. Bye! talkradio.com